Hi there, and welcome back again to the Balanced Balthashuva podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rubin. Welcome to first-timers, and welcome back to regulars. Now, we've only had three shows, so I don't know how regular somebody could be at this point, but okay, we'll, uh, we'll, go, we'll go with the term regulars. Um, okay, so uh, we're also in the early stage of this, so of course there will be technical difficulties at the point, uh, and we're just going to have to go through that. Um, okay, so welcome back to the second part of a five-part series, and this is a five-part series, five keys to being a balanced baltruva. And once again, there are many, many keys. These are just uh, five important keys that uh, I found I found to be very meaningful for myself. And here we go. So the first key that we spoke about last time was exercise. Once again, a mega key for everyone. Baltruva, non-baltruva, Jew, non-Jew, everyone. Exercise is one of Hashem's biggest gifts to mankind in terms of psychological, emotional, physical well-being, just a real, uh, cl- very close to a magic bullet. Today, the second key, another big one, uh, another big aspect here, we're going to call it the key of acting as if. Now, you may be familiar with this term, acting as if. It is a well-known principle in psychology today. You've probably heard it in different forms. Um, the basic idea is that e- even if you're not feeling a certain emotion, uh, then nevertheless, you put on your actor's hat and you go for it. And, you know, whether it's uh, that, that you're feeling kind of down and, and you go for joy and you act in a joyous manner with a joyous expression and using joyous words and being really positive in terms of how you're approaching people. Uh, or could be um, that you know you're you know you're you're grappling with some issues with uh, with with arrogance or being haughty and uh, and you try humility on for size in terms of you know acting in a more modest way, um, speaking in a low tone, different external actions to to create the emotion, even when you're not feeling it, even when you're not in the zone with it before you start acting. That's the act-as-if idea. Lest you think that it is a principle that has emerged in recent pop psychology, or even with maybe, let's say, William James, uh, one of the fathers of psychology in uh, the 1800s, no, no, it's a Torah principle. As, you know, as uh, the true... Yusodos, the true foundational things in this world that we see emerge in different schools of thought and areas of knowledge. The root is the Torah. And two big makoros, two big uh, sources for it. One in the Misilis Yisharim, the Path of the Just by the Ramchal. Uh, He speaks about, in chapter 7, the idea that external actions can arouse the panemius, can bring out the inner emotion and the inner aspect of a person through acting in a certain way. So too, in the, uh, in the Sefer HaChinuch with author unknown, in Mitzvah 380, the Chinuch speaks about how the heart 
follows one's actions and behavior. Achrei hapaulos nimshachim halavavos. After the actions, the heart is drawn. Um, so it's a very big principle in uh, in Musrasvarim and and in general Torah thought, and it's a really important principle to live by. Now, you know it it can feel a bit strange at first, and you know when a person is in a certain emotional status, whether it's, you know, somebody's feeling down and then here comes Sukkot and it's Zman Simchasenu and it's time to be joyous. And it's like, well, I'm not feeling joyous. So what do you expect me to do here? Um, so it, it can definitely can feel awkward at first. Or um, uh, is another example. <clears throat> let's think about it. You know, let's say somebody um, is not particularly excited about doing something that they have to do. But they try to amp themselves up and try to, you know, act in an excited way and in the way that they're, that they're speaking and their and their posture and their facial expression when they're dealing with something. Maybe they're working on their kids with something and they want to transmit an excitement about it rather than being blasé. It feels weird. And naturally, your brain, the mental machinery that you have, which is used to running the programs that it runs. Um, I don't know if anyone has, has seen the, the Charlie Harari podcast, but, but he talks a lot about this concept of, of neuroplasticity, which is another very big uh, concept in uh, psychology today and uh, the world of neurology as well, about how our brains are you know wired in certain ways, but through uh, repetitive thoughts and behaviors and intention, we can actually remap our our brains in powerful ways. But at the same time, with that neuroplasticity comes, we've got these certain programs, we've got these mental programs that we have that uh, somewhat run automatically. And it's going against the grain to act and speak and, and live in a way that's completely the opposite of how you're feeling inside. This is a big difference between Klai Yisrael and the Torah perspective and the Western world. The Western world, even if you think about language and and just different pieces of society that we're so used to, okay, you know, oh, he woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Oh, you know, what, what mood are you in today? Um, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling like it. Uh, if it feels good, do it, but if it doesn't, don't. In the Western world, emotion is oftentimes seen as something that just sort of happens to a person. It it, it comes, it, it, it goes, and a person's sort of a, a slave to it, and you just kind of have to deal with whatever it is. And, you know, um, that's, just, that's just the way you woke up today. Not that much you can do about it, you know, from, let's say from, from, from a choice standpoint. Juxtapose that to, to, to Torah and to, and to the way of a Yid, which is choice. Bichiras uh, Chavshis and the idea of, of free will, of, of choosing. We're not just subject to the emotions that we wake up with in the morning. 
it's a choice of how am I going to approach this day? And obviously there are lots of different events and, and situations people are dealing with. And to a, to a large degree, events are neutral. And we might have certain automatic thinking that comes in behind that, behind the events that just sort of jumps into the picture once an external situation occurs. But that's not the end of the story. There's a point where we can we can intervene um, in uh, in the very famous book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by, by Stephen Covey. He speaks about this aspect of the point between stimulus between some event that happens and the response that there's there's this point that there's this gap between stimulus and response and in that small space is choice so oftentimes what happens is that we have some type of event occur and then we oftentimes don't really make a conscious choice in that gap and then the response is based on our our wiring our wiring that comes from childhood um, oftentimes it's a early events, important figures in our life, important, important events from when we were younger, various things. And oftentimes they're not particularly healthy responses or cognitive patterns for, uh, for an intelligent adult uh, who wants to live in a, in a meaningful and happy way. So we have to, we have to step up to the plate and, and be willing to make that choice to be willing to make that choice in that space between stimulus and response. And one of those choices is the choice to to act and behave in the way that we want to in order to inspire ourselves, in order to conjure up certain emotions and to live in a certain way. Uh, take one one great example is davening. Davening, one of the key pieces of our of our Vodas Hashem, can be it, naturally it can be a very challenging thing, and I'm not going to offer any magic uh, answer in terms of how to have davening be a. I'm talking about set davening, set daily tefillos to have it be a meaningful daily experience. We all know that that is a clearly a lifetime of Voda, clearly a work in progress for all of us. Something that we all need to spend more time on. One of the areas. Uh, that um, Chazal has, has pointed out to us that needs constant chizuk. But one ingredient is is our, is our choice in how we come and how we come to the how we come to the table, how we come either to the the table in shul or outside in the tent or in your home wherever you're davening right now in this very unusual time. But just simple things such as what's my facial expression when I'm davening. Just take even taking even let's say uh, one tehila during Sukkot Zimra and doing it in a more of a in emphatic and energized type of way, having that little moment of Kabbalah Shabbos each morning. Uh, I highly recommend Mizmor Lasoda, um, uh, Kapitzel one hundred in Sukkot Zimra. It's it's short. Uh, it mamish says in the in the tehila. Serve Hashem with Simcha. Rabbi Avram Tversky of, uh, of, of, of great fame as a psychiatrist and, and uh, prolific writer 
says in his book on Simcha that you see that the Lushan in 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 this Tehillah is Ivdoi Sashem Simcha. Ivdoi Avdus is a Lushan of of work, of of effort. It's not just be besimcha and just kind of like exist with it and do and it's gonna come. It takes work. It takes effort. It takes choosing actions and words and behaviors and thoughts to create that simcha in our lives. And we have to look for vehicles and, and different things are going to speak to different people. Certainly davening is an area that we can work on to, to choose how we're going to do davening. How are we going to experience davening to have it be a more simchadic experience as it, as we know from uh, the Gemara and Tainus, Daf Beis, that that Tfila is 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 the is the vote of the lave is is the is the the work of the heart and the work obviously the heart connected to to, to emotion, so that's a a primary place where we want to be able to choose and work on our emotional reality in in Tfila. And we all know, if we don't put the effort in, it can just be a gliding through, you know, just lip service that has virtually no to no, virtually no emotion to no emotion as we go through our daily uh, exercise of davening. So that's just one example where we can harness the power of act as if, this second vital principle of uh, being a balanced ball tshuva and we can harness it to choose to infuse our tefillah with more simcha can be more excitement more avas Hashem more love of Hashem it doesn't just have to be simcha it's a great example but this can work for any emotion so you want to have more avas Hashem right as the Orchot Tzadikim talks about in other svarim of course avas Hashem is really just a uh, you know, such a pinnacle in in Avodah Hashem, something that we aspire to, and uh, it, you know, is really a tremendous goal. So, when you're davening Shimon Esrei, examples I've even, I've heard from uh, Rabbi Roll in Shiram and and uh, hearing him speak about this idea of um, you know even smile when you're davening when you're in Shimon Esrei, smile. You know, in, in, even with with your body as, as you're davening, uh, to, you know, to 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 try to move in in your, in your shuckling or or in your posture to to sort of have that warmth and try to act in in a connected way as you're davening versus just let's say whatever being a statue or being completely disconnected from it. Use and and the the way that you're you're davening, uh, you know, in, in a whisper in terms of. Uh, trying to have it the whole experience be one of connectedness and to, and to choose that also of course with kavana and, and with thinking as you're able to 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 connect and try to create that experience not just be a passive observer when you're davening and letting the words just come out um another great area is you know f- for you know uh, for those who have spouses um in terms of okay so you come home you had a hard day at work or now you worked from home and you had a hard day at work at home. Um, but to choose to be positive with your spouse. So you had a tough day and you're, 
boss was challenging in the afternoon and you didn't give the presentation as well as you wanted to and you're feeling tired, burnt out, maybe frustrated, whatever it is, but so do you just go with how you're feeling and, uh, you know, oh, I'm just going to go with the flow and how I'm feeling and I'm just a, um, a, a slave and just, you know, going to go with what I'm feeling every, all the time? Then how is that going to work out with you and your spouse when you when you reapproach them coming out of your home office or coming back uh, coming back home? No, you 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 know, and we all know this uh, intuitively as well. You smile even when you don't feel like smiling. You smile, you smile, and you come in. So good to see you, dear. How was your day? How 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 is it with the kids? Can I help with anything? smiling, being positive, speaking in a calm tone. And and you'll notice that as you do this and you act in this way, you will actually start to feel a transformation. What a, what a bracha from Hashem that as we start to choose to be positive in, in the different tools that we have, speech, action, facial expression, Ah, you start to you start to feel better. You start to feel calmer. You start to feel more more pleasant, and it feels much better to feel calm, and joyous, and pleasant than angry and frustrated and tight and complaining and uh, right. So, not only is it a chesed to your wife, to your spouse, it's a chesed to you. You know, in terms of all of the impacts. Uh, that emotions have on one's physiological well-being over time. And, you know, we've all heard about the uh, serious detriment that prolonged say, say anger, anxiety, frustration, uh, all of the darker emotions, so to speak, you know, the type of havoc that they can wreak on a person's well-being. So act as if with your spouse as well. Act as if with your kids. And do it with colleagues Really, in all all venues, Ben Adam Lamakon, Ben Adam Lamakon, Ben Amachavero, really, all of these relationships are ones where we can take this very essential principle, a principle of choice. Now, the question becomes: So, is this is this a key that is more essential for a Balshuva than you know, say B'nai Torah who are from from birth? Let's ponder that for a moment. Let's think. Hmm. Not necessarily. Certainly not necessarily the case, right? Now, of course, there, you know, and obviously bigger discussions. Well, what type of what type of situations? And obviously, Balichuva are coming from all different backgrounds, all type of home situations, and there's going to be a mix in the FFB world as well. But certainly within the Baal Shiva population, as well as the FFB population, you know, there are situations where uh, people came from homes where there were different aspects of uh, whatever, emotional challenge, lots of different things with families, as, as we all know. Uh, a Baal Shiva certainly has unique pressures in 
adapting to a whole new lifestyle, integrating, always thinking, am I, am I fitting in? Am I, am I, am I normal? Am I as, uh, advanced as my FFB peers? All these different aspects. So perhaps there are, but it's obviously impossible to say, are there not, there can't be more pressures. It's such an individualized thing, but certainly just like everyone else, and maybe more so in some, some cases, there are going to be pressures on a Balt Shuva from many directions, which may not be so conducive to consistently being upbeat or, or having that, that type of uh, emotional reality of inspiration, vibrancy, joy that we, that we want to live with, that, you know, that, we, that we're seeing people that we, we really admire living with. And this is a great tool to close the gap a bit and be able to exercise our Bechira Chavshis, our, our, our free choice, our free will, and, and show Hashem, Hashem, you know, I, I, want to, I want to be great. I want to live in a balanced way, and obviously balanced throughout, balanced intellectually, balanced in, in learning Torah, balanced emotionally in how I'm interacting interacting with myself, with others, with you, Hashem, balanced, you know, physically in terms of my engagement in the world and and, and exercise and, and, and living and having a healthy body and the activities I engage in, etc. And this is one key ingredient in doing that. Using the principle of, of the external actions, having the ability to impact the internal and what a gift from Hashem. Because as we know, it's, it's challenging to impact the internal. And to have to do it from the inside out. And to have to generate the, the emotion through, let's say, through thinking or meditating or kavana or, or, or you know, whatever that type of internal work, however you want to, to, to frame it or do it. It's a very challenging endeavor. And I suggest that doing it through external action is uh, is an easier avenue, although multiple avenues should be explored. Okay. Um, as always, I uh, appreciate your feedback. Thank you for joining today. Um, I give you a bracha that you should use this very important tool of being able to choose actions, positive actions, positive speech, to generate the type of positive emotions of, of love, joy, inspiration, eagerness. Right? You, want to, you want to work on, on zrizis, on, on, on enthusiasm and zeal. So go for it. Act in, in, in an in a, uh, enthusiastic manner. You know, run for a few minutes before you get to shul. Don't run into shul from what I've heard, you know, but so, you, so run before you get there and then calmly walk in or, or run to go and do a mitzvah, uh, you know, and, and you'll create that, that, that experience of, of, of Zerizis, just another example. And, uh, I look forward to, to, uh, hopefully having you back for the, the third key in this five part series. And, uh, may we all have a day where we're uh, a little bit more balanced and bring a little bit more balance into our lives. If we get a little bit more balanced each day, then we're on a good track. And uh, have a great day. Looking forward to uh, spending some time with you soon. Bye-bye.